Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, team, it looks like the market is taking a pause in the recent rally. Um, We'll see what happens here towards the close. We're getting some swings. We just got to swing down. Now we're swinging back up. What will happen? Where will we close? Find out right here at At The Close. And let me know what stock caught your attention today. Let's get it started at the close. All right. It is time for pre-market prep at the close. Three consecutive highs open, matched yesterday's low, and then once it took out there, that's all the breakout momentum traders needed. All right, traders, let's get into this market. It seems like there's a lot going on right now. The SPY is getting a little bit of a spike, seeing some imbalances, but very small. I don't know why we're getting that lift right now, but... Around 2.33, uh, Fed President Bolsik said that Fed cannot solve all the problems causing current inflation. And so uh, that added to kind of the decline that you saw around 2.35. Let me give you guys my chart so that you guys can see what I'm watching right now. The SPY is coming down, but bouncing back. Um, why did it also get that takedown? A lot of that came off of the Apple news, Apple uh this came from uh, the information. And so uh, it looks like uh, the information reported on Tuesday, citing two people involved in the company's supply chain, that Apple is cutting the production of the iPhone 14 Plus two weeks after its debut. Apple has told at least one manufacturer in China to immediately halt production of iPhone 14 plus components while the team reevaluates demand. And so uh, this is one thing that we need to just keep watch. We'll see what happens here. We've heard multiple times this mention about the production cutting and the demand falling for the iPhone from Apple. Now, what will we get from Apple themselves? We need to keep watch to see what happens there. Of course, Apple will be reporting Uh, Their earnings nine days from now on Thursday, October 27th. So we're not too far from that, a little over a week. We'll have to wait and see what happens in Apple. But this wasn't their only news they released today. They did try to, you know, fluffing the thing up a little bit. Why can't blame them? New products coming out. Apple announced that there's new versions of the iPad Pro and a new 10th generation iPad and updated Apple TV 4K box on Tuesday. I thought this would give them a little bit of a lift. Of course, this recent news turning that around. Even though they were seeing a little bit of a lift, not going to be it when you see the production start getting cut. All right, we'll see what happens out there. That Apple news is old, Jay, but it just hit the tape. 
they re either it's a iteration of a older news but of course this came and actually hit the tape i mean take a look at it take a look at apple and that dropped there around 245 so i, I i'm not sure exactly what's going to continue apple towards the downside i mean it's already been kind of a given that we've seen that production cut i think we need to hear for themselves how the answer to the news all right, let's see what else is going out there. Wow, clean breakout on the ES. Well, I mean, unfortunately, I don't have the ES, but we'll take a look at the SPY. Uh, you're seeing that push back, and I think it, we're going to stay in between this range. I could see us just staying right here. We were a little bit too far this morning, and everyone was thinking that we were just going to rip towards the 380s, but I had a feeling we'd stick close towards the 368. If you guys remember on pre-market prep, I mentioned specifically 368 as being a level to look for. And we're right by that level. Now I think we close somewhere in between 368 and 375. And we're going to stay in here sideways. I think sideways is an actual good thing, though, as we're waiting to see, of course, Netflix earnings today. What will happen there? Will Netflix hop up through the 250 or will it pull back through the 225? I'll tell you one thing. I definitely will be watching the Netflix earnings call, and you guys can catch it right here. You don't got to go anywhere. We'll have the Netflix earnings call today after the bell. That's going to be at 6 p.m. They do it a little bit later, but I can't wait to hear what Netflix has up their sleeve, and I'll be there running the stream. So come over and hang out with me as we see Netflix earnings call. Another thing that we're going to keep watch, of course, what stocks reported today. Look at Lockheed Martin. This was one of the best stocks of the day. Really nice, easy pattern too, right out the gates. We talked about this pattern on live trading. If you want to check out the full breakdown, that's where I'd recommend you watch. Go to our live trading stream. Literally broke this down exactly how you could have attacked Lockheed Martin today, but nice move there in Lockheed and filling up into that zone. Take a look at the daily. We were looking at to see if we were going to get a pop here recreated this on the 17th and that just goes to show you i wanted to show you guys that updated um from the 14th right and so i was looking for the weekly on lmt and i thought it looked really nice it looked good for a move back up through 400 that i think it'd get to 430 in one day no but great move there for lockheed martin really getting a nice push up and if you take a look on the weekly chart that looks pretty bullish to me We'll see what happens there on Lockheed Martin. Next one up, let's go towards Goldman Sachs. How did that perform on the day? It was doing well out the gates. It looked good, got a little spike, and then sold off, just like the other banks. If you take a look, Bank of America, very similar charts. JPM, very similar. They just got that little spike earlier in the day and then started coming back down. We'll see what happens there in Goldman Sachs and some of these bank stocks. J&J also had earnings and didn't do much. It was up in the pre-market and came down. A lot of people were talking about how the earnings were so strong, right? They were strong, strong, and that's why the market was rallying. Really, I don't think this was what it was. It was just kind of more of a bear market rally. Could this continue? Yes, there's still room to get up there, even towards the 380 on the SPY. But I think one thing to notice is, 
This isn't earnings that are just kicking it out the water. If they kick it out the water, then all right, then we can be like, okay, well, we were wrong on the earnings. And that's why we're starting to see some tailwinds actually pushing these stocks. I still see a lot of headwinds out there, even though you're still getting these stocks to bounce up. Take a look into their guidance going into uh, Q1 of 23 and Q2 of 23. You're going to start seeing are they going to be able to even make money next year? Is this economic slowdown going to truly affect these stocks? Not necessarily even right now, but going into the future and their guidance. That's what I think we need to all keep our watch out for. Let's go to Hasbro or Hasbro. Um, as it's come down here from the morning, it did get down there and then found a little bounce came back towards the open, and then right back down towards that pre-market low. Just seems like these earnings stocks just aren't as strong as people think. Silvergate continuing to the downside. And so that just goes to show me, I think, you know, we were kind of overreacting to these earnings reports. Um, even though we did get some decent ones from the bank, it wasn't anything out of uh, expected. And so with this being said, I don't know, maybe we start seeing the earnings start hitting us down. Of course, we'll be paying attention to after the bell, Netflix, you get United Airlines and others. So we'll see what happens. If there's one that caught your attention or you want to pay attention to see what happens to their earnings today, go ahead and throw it up. I can cover their outlook. Um, NUE, you guys are talking about some steel stocks in the chat. I can definitely take a look into it. Uh, let's take a look at NUE. It's been hanging on here, trying to make its way back. And you can see here on NUE, you can also see it on X. I was looking at it earlier today. It was going to take a look to see if we could get that push back. And it looks like we went right to the resistance around 2048 and pulled back. Need to get it through that 2050. I want to see it get through that 2050 so that we can start pushing up through the resistance, making our way towards 21 and 22 on X or steel overall, Cleveland Cliff. Another one, let's see it close above 1550s and be a good outlook for Cliff. All right, thoughts on Ali. Why down, says Martin. You want to take a look into Ali? Well, guess what? Today's the day that you guys get to run the show. And normally I got Joel here. He'll keep me in check, but no one here to keep me in check today. So you guys in the chat, if you guys want to take a look, today's the day we can take a look at different stocks even ideas. If you have an idea and you want to get into a bigger conversation, throw it up in the chat. And by any means, if anyone wants to jump on the stream today, I'll throw up the invite. You guys can jump on the stream. I got no problem with it. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, let's take a look here at what type of stocks. You wanted to take a look at Ally, Ally, Ally Financial. All right. Ally Financial is actually my bank, full disclosure, but I don't own the stock. So that might help me here. Uh, nice little pullback. I think that, uh, you know, you kind of measure this rip uh, in the pandemic, right? You measure that out there, you'll get the 50% retracement. That was right where we found this kind of sideways consolidation. We broke down that and now we're holding on the 61.8 retracement. That's the golden mean. So I'll actually pull this down and I'll actually start drawing it right where it is and I'll start holding to that low. So right now you got multiple lows in the same area. Right around the 2790 is that 61.8 retracement. But I would be watching a lot of this kind of lows that you see here on the, on the daily chart. 2780, 2784, 2796, 2777. 
So around 2780s, we shouldn't break anymore. If we're going to get that bounce, we're going to get it off this support. We'll see what happens if it can get back into the green, especially see it get above these closes and hold. These highs here, the high 3070, 3091. See it get to the 31 and close. It's going to be looking better on the daily. Of course, this was a weekly outlook. And so you can see here more that resistance towards 31. Let's see if it gets back up there. We don't want to see it break 28. If it does break there, the retracement is no longer valid on that recent run. And we could be making back the full 100% of the move. All right, let's keep going. I'll take some more stocks from you. I see you guys in the chat mentioning some different names. We'll keep it going. Quack, quack the duck. Quack the duck. What's up, duck? What's up, duck? Let's get into it. Let's take a look there. SLB, the Slumburger, or Slumberjay, whichever way you want to call it. I call it the Slumburger. Uh, take a look at the weekly chart, and you can see this is starting to come back, trying to make its move back here towards the high. But this one doesn't really follow that cleanly on patterns. I can at least tell you that um, right now, it just seems like it's kind of making this kind of retraced A, B, C. Uh, but it really needs to get back above 50. I think 50 is the level you're looking at really for a nice kind of uh, breakout move. You've kind of been stuck sideways here for a little while. You get a move up to 50, you get knocked down below, below even the 34. Then you recover, you're back up towards 43. I think you're in the middle. You're kind of in that pig zone where the bulls aren't winning probably and the bears aren't winning. You're right in between. Let's see what happens on the next move. Will it get through 50? or 35 i'd be waiting first and a lot of this is also dependent on what's going to happen in oil prices overall today oil prices came down hard we're down about 2.64 percent on wti down towards 83 we don't want to see that break 80 if that breaks 80 i'd really start letting go of oil stocks because even with an opec production cut they weren't able to get it back to the 90 dollars a barrel Netflix, uh, 2.1 and 7.84 billion are your numbers to look for. All right, we'll see if it's able to at least get back. You're giving the EPS and the sales. Appreciate you, Jay. I can cover that also. Uh, appreciate you giving those numbers. Uh, but one thing that I'll be watching on Netflix would just be all about if they can meet their subscribers, actually add subscribers uh, on this earnings call will be interesting to find out. All right, let's keep going. Party, says Balo. Party? There's no party there, man. It just seems like uh, this hasn't really gotten moving. If you want to maybe take a shot off of a daily support or a weekly support, you're there. But we really need to see this stock get back, let's say, towards $2 before I even think about making a call towards the upside on this. It did catch the support down all the way to where it came from, but it really needs to get back into a trend. Right now, it's not having a bad day. Of course, their month is October. The next two weeks for them is everything for them. So we'll see if Party can get some movement and really get some lift. All right, team being brought up by Jared. I'll go ahead and I'll get into team. We got no problem with that stock there. That 200 trying to hold on. And I feel like this is one of those that could get cut going into next year. Why? Because you're going to see companies try to cut costs. And I feel like this is definitely one of those costs that could get cut. So right now, if it holds on to the, the 190 and 200 range, 
I'd be feeling okay. But if we crack and we get somewhere into this range, down back towards the 180s and 170, I think we could be cracking through. Of course, those we got May lows here of May 12th. We'll see if we get through that 190, 180 zone because we'll be right back towards those May lows on team. All right, let's keep going. We'll see what else is out there. Hymns really hammered lately, says Florida, Florida. Look at that spy bar. Let's take a look there. What's going on in the spy? We're finally getting that big rally. Well, look, it just got a rally back up, but starts slowing down right where it keeps slowing down around this kind of 371.50 VWAP area. I feel like, I don't know, maybe there's some people positioning in here for the earnings. It's going to take a while to kind of milk this out. But right now, I think overall, we're kind of gone sideways on the day. Sideways is okay. Not hard down action. And also for the bears, it hasn't gone straight up, right? And so probably haven't been squeezing out shorts today. We'll see what happens overall in this market. Hims, Florida, Florida wants to get through that. Hims and hers. Um, just needs to really get moving. Now you can see there a uh, big volume spike recently, but on the daily chart, look how the volume's just been dropping off, dropping off, dropping off. You need the market to overall turn around, I feel, if you're really going to get hymns to start moving back up. And this is a growth story. Growth stories aren't going to be working in a bear market. You need to get back to the bull market. Then maybe we'll get hymns story to turn around. All right, keep on going. Let's get towards some other ones out there. You got to be careful with that CS. CS is, of course, Credit Suisse, but they might sell the U.S. investment side, which could give them a little bit of a lift. But how much further is this going to go? Maybe it gets to five. I don't really like any of these European banks. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming, I wish I'd used Indeed. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility all at Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Just go to Indeed.com P-R-E-P right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com P-R-E-P. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh, is that Chanel? I'm thinking that's Chanel. Um, Hexo. Hexo is an interesting one. We're talking cannabis here. And I think that this is one of those that just needs to come back. It's nothing that I would expect to immediately make its way back. And it's going to be hard. A lot of these cannabis stocks, they're just too cheap. 
and too much debt to come back. We'll see if they ever come back. One that I compare to this is like Sundial. Same, same feeling, I think, in the long run. I just I don't think they're going to be able to survive through this time. But they could turn around. I wish you the best in Hexo and stocks like that. But, hey, can't blame me for going for these. I like the Kerna for a long time, a Kerna Corp. And that's a 10 cents. And still, I still like it, but still not buying the stock because I just don't feel like the time is right. All right, let's keep going. We'll take a look at some other ones. Playing Netflix, Mitch, I would have played it earlier. You guys remember on pre-market prep, um, I was calling out the 235. I, I thought we could get to 245. That same day, we got to 250. I would have took my money and run. Um, there was no point, I think, to try to be long after that 250 run um, unless you were really thinking that the earnings call was going to be you know, just really great. But the truth is we never know how the earnings calls are going to go. So a lot of times I'll sometimes play these uh, earnings call plays, but I'm playing them into the earnings, trying to get a lift going into the earnings. And if I can get a big enough lift going into the report, why not just take the money and run? I felt like that's what happened today. Some people just said, okay, 250, 235, one day I'll take my money and run. And some people were just taking profits today and it came quickly down. And if you guys were watching live trading right when it started cutting that 248, I looked at Netflix and called that I like that one for a short. I ended up taking a short in ASML, which wasn't a bad play. I mean, you guys can take a look here at ASML, but Netflix also was breaking down there and it felt to me the profit takers started taking some profits in Netflix. UAL being mentioned in the chat. Let's talk a little bit about that one, Eric. Uh, earnings coming up right after the bell. Let's take a look there at the calendar to see what are the numbers that we should be expecting for United Airlines. And so let's give those numbers. The estimated EPS is at $2.00. And 27 cents, and the estimated revenue at 12.75 billion. And so we'll see what happens here. Now, one thing to note on the last two earnings calls, United has disappointed. We'll see if they're able to turn around that story today. United looking good here towards the close. It's the airlines have just been hanging out sideways. We'll see if this can actually start pushing. If we can get a push, a clear push on UAL and it start getting through, let's say up towards the 40, it's going to be a good level to start looking for this to start pushing back towards 50. We'll see what happens on UAL if it can actually find the bottom here and start churning around this bearish outlook. All right, we'll see what else out there. 10 times revenue is crazy on teams. Yeah, and if they start losing customers, we might need to go running. SoFi was one of my stocks on the day to watch, and a lot of that was based off of the Goldman Sachs. I wasn't really looking for SoFi to get that big of a move, but at least a little push. I was looking for a push through going to 535. We did get that lift there, but it just couldn't hold on and has just gone sideways. But if you th think about it, look at SoFi lately. It's just going sideways. That's actually a good thing for this stock overall. In the long run, if it does finally make that room where it makes a run towards 550, you're going to be able to get out of this bearish pattern and really start trying to turn around the stock so far. So I think you keep watching some of these banks. If they could keep going into the green, you probably get that run in so far. But for right now, as you see in Goldman Sachs, that run was short-lived there 
on these bank stocks. All right, uh, we sold today a Pacey, ADP, and BlackRock, says Easy Mike. Not bad ones, definitely to sell. Uh, both uh, SBNY and SI heavy on the put side. Yeah, those are heavy, definitely. How are you doing in the stock trading competition, says Bruce Young. Well, I could show you, definitely. I don't mind showing you it even. It's just I've been taking a little bit of a break from that stock competition just because it's just too much mental capital here. I'm signing in so I can show you guys that, you know, I'm not down and I'm not out. I'm actually even in the green on the account. But it just doesn't make sense to me to be kind of fighting this competition and not really getting much out of it. You see, I'm in 37th place. I'm above the 100,000 uh, portfolio value. Right now, uh, the only position I have is that I have XEL and I have it into the green. Uh, that's a utility play. But it's just been taking too much mental capital because there's just too many problems with this uh, competition. And so with that being said, they didn't want to talk bad about them. So I've just left them alone and I'm just going to continue doing my own work. But hey. It's been a fun competition. It just would have been better with a well-working platform. Like always, you want our tools to work for us, not against us. Uh, Silvergate was one of the stocks that had earnings, and I felt like this was a great short opportunity, and I think it's opening up more opportunity. You guys can see the trend line that I was looking for this to kind of start breaking down, and I think that this is also opening up for the MSTR to start breaking down. It's been holding this trend line also on any moves up, I think that eventually you get a rejection through 200 going towards that 150. We'll see if these ever break down. Of course, Mara was also breaking down today. Will these kind of hold on? Of course, these like to run with Bitcoin. We'll see if Bitcoin turns around. MLC, let's take a look there. How is the buy-in balances or the sell-in balances towards the close? The market on the close imbalance, $725 million to the buy side. And so it looks like some people are probably taking their shots into the earnings. See what happens. I like the sideways action today. That's actually better for the bulls, I think, than just a quick move right back down. All right, we'll see what else is going out there. Looks like someone's talking about, of course, snow is 25 revenue and nobody cares. Well, I do. I'll tell you right now, I think at the long run, uh, snow will still struggle. I think in the long run, you, you might see this one break down, but these growth stocks really haven't come back for their June lows. That's a good outlook in the long run. We'll see what happens there. ARC finally getting a little bit of a bounce. Been trying to go sideways here. Let's take a look at some of these. How did they did today? Best stock in ARC today was Twilio. Twilio having a 3% bounce back day. Shop having a little bit of a bounce back day, but I just don't know. Um, and really for us, it's all going to be about Tesla because she added to that position on ARKK. And so if Tesla takes another leg down in their earnings, where will ARK go? Well, it'll definitely start breaking through those June lows. We'll see what happens in Tesla. This is the level that I would have had been okay with Kathy taking a buy somewhere near the bottom of Tesla. You take buys, not near the middle of the chart. It just doesn't make sense. What they say, bulls are bulls, bears are bears, and pigs, they get slaughtered. That's exactly what's going on to Kathy right now. 
Whatever she buys, I'm selling. Yeah, she's like an omen. <laughs> I remember when she bought one of my stocks and since that day she bought it, it just went down. I was like, good Lord, Kathy. Tell me next time you're going to buy something so I can sell it. Uh, but that's the same way I feel about Kramer too. I mean, his call out on Wells Fargo. How, how did that work today? Well, it didn't work exactly. Uh, it started breaking down and I feel like this is exactly what happens when we hear those kind of comments. Um, so you got to be careful. I can't wait for the Kramer inverse ETF. That's going to be a fun uh, day trade for sure. Sark was one of the best buys of the year. And if you guys remember, remember, I still have this for you guys. So you guys don't forget it. Look at this circle here. This was drawn and created on from, it was created on December 1st. December 1st, I drew that line right there. Where were we looking? We were looking for Sark to break out. I was looking at ways to short Kathy. I had, of course, Matthew Tuttle on my show three days after this ETF even opened. So if you want to go ahead, sometimes find some inside scoop, you got to come over to my show. If you guys don't know, I have my own show now, Stock Market Movers, that switched over from Money Mitch, but that's where Sark was before all this ran. And the thumbnail was, if you want to short Kathy, this is the way to do it. Well, you guys saw it, Sark killing it. Killing it, man. What good timing there on their release of the ARKK short innovation ETF and straight killing it. I mean, now at $61 when this IPO'd at $30. Not a bad move there. All right, uh, let's keep going. Let's take a look. Profits will slim unless you go with uh, SJIM. Hmm, we'll see. Um, let's see what else is out there that's making move. Ark hasn't been buying this week. Makes me nervous. Yeah, she's nervous too. <laughs> she's not. The, you're not the only one. Change agent. Uh, we'll see what's going on in Twitter. I did see some mentions out there that Twitter was getting that spike. They were locking out some of the employees. I think from selling, uh, selling shares, and so that, I think that's what I saw. I saw uh, locking employees' equity award accounts. So we'll see. Maybe we get finally the release of the Twitter news and finally goes through. I don't know who really wins in this situation, but looks like Elon might have got stuck paying the price in Twitter. All right. Uh, SJIM is the turtle. Yeah, it's not there yet, though. It's not there yet. It's coming. It's coming, Jay. It's coming. I wish it was here already. I would have used it today. But hey, Netflix. Netflix, 4 p.m. Look, the earnings are hitting, team. I need to get you guys over to the cannabis. In the, but look at that, Netflix. It just did a big up move, then really down. The algos are playing games here, playing games. The earnings are out there. I want to just see uh, how they're – man, I need to go through their PR here subscribers that's what you want to be searching for uh 
Oh, man, this is going to be interesting. I got to get you guys over to, of course, Cannabis Insider. That's going to be coming up next. Don't go anywhere, team. And I will have the Netflix earnings call at 6 p.m. right here on the stream. You don't got to go anywhere. want to see you guys over to that stream. Up next, effective execution and operational excellence from Benzinga's Cannabis Insider team. Don't miss that, team. I need to dive into the Netflix release I'll see you guys at the earnings call in just about about two hours. I'll see you there. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.